When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Lori got a very nice uh, phone call from a devoted listener who's also yeah. a huge fan of Valley Girl, oh. and she thinks you may have gotten your song wrong. Maybe oh. I did. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't the Proclaimers, because that came out in 1988, Valley Girl came, came out in 1983. She thinks it's this is the song you were thinking of from the soundtrack. When they come into the club? When they enter is the it club? the Plimsolls and yes. Million Miles Away? Yes. Yes. There we go. The Plimsolls. Okay, but was she right in Shazam? More importantly, if people are wondering what we're talking about, we were playing yes, Shazam. Yes, that was the song that they were playing when they come in the club. Okay, there we go. And so, she's just like looking around and everyone's just <laughs> jumping up and down <laughs> in this tiny club that looks like a garage. Yeah, it was the Plimsolls. And I get it mixed up all the time with the Proclaimers 500 yeah. Miles. Okay, so the moral of the story, though, Donnie, was the Proclaimers the right answer? Oh, that was the that right was answer. That was the right answer. But wrong yeah. movie. Wrong movie. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I get my it. soundtracks mixed up, but, you know, the That's Valley Girl cool. soundtrack, I couldn't find. And when Casey and I were briefly dating before we got married. Yeah, those t- two months and, you know, those 29 days. I told Julia, you need to take you know, time. When you're getting, take your time. You know, you're getting to know someone. Anyway, I just had told him that, you know, I that one of my favorite movies was Valley, Valley Girl. Girl and that I'd looked for years to get the soundtrack. I couldn't find it. No, this is before the internet. And, Did you he know, find it for you? I went to London with a couple girlfriends. Right. And, of course, I was also dating another guy. I Very hard to get, but very... Good and bad. You know, I don't know what other. She I, said good and bad. <laughs> she said what? that I was very hard to get. But you know, very, very good, good and bad. bad. So anyway, I leave and go to London for like five days with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I come home and it had snowed that day that we got back. He'd come over and shuffled the deck, shoveled the walk. And then left me a bag with a box of Captain Crunch, something else. And the soundtrack to Valley Girl. Wow. How romantic is my brother? And I was like, I got to break up with that other dude. That's sweet. Isn't that sweet? That's like so sweet. Because I think we also like must have talked about childhood cereal. Yes, that is so sweet. And we both had the same favorite one, Captain Crunch. You would eat, I mean, you wouldn't, we wouldn't get it very much because it was expensive. Right, right. We had four kids. You guys had five. So one box it's a day. It's a day, and if you're the last one to get a bowl, you're getting mostly dust. Yes, you are, but the milk is still good. The milk is still good, and you would eat a bowl so fast you'd cut up the inside of your cheeks. And I just oh, remember right. Casey and I just kind of laughing. We just About thought it was that? like funny. 
And that is so sweet. Isn't that sweet? And of course, another song from that soundtrack that you love. Best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Modern English. Modern English. That's a great song. Melt with you. It's a great it's a good soundtrack. Yeah. It is a really good yeah. one. I'm trying to think of what Josie and the Josie Josie uh, Cotton. Josie Cotton. Yeah, uh, the psychedelic furs were mm-hmm. on it. Really uh, good. And uh, Men at Work were on it. Believe it or not, it was. It's a snapshot of 1983 musically, and it le- le- it leaned more, you know, fast punky. Yes, it did. You know, all that kind of good stuff. So. Oh, Julia, I am telling you. Okay, so I got to tell you the story. So um, a lot of people are worried about Ronan Farrow's expose book, Catch and Kill, Lies, Spies, and a Conspiracy to Protect Predators, which comes out. Great title. On October 15th. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the peoples that, besides Matt Lauer, yes. that is very concerned is National Enquirer's editor, Dylan Howard. He has um, hired law firms to cover the release of this book in Britain, Ireland, Australia, the United States, in attempt to squash the release of this book. According to Two Knowledgeable Sun, he is in an extraordinary step for a journalist who otherwise claims free flow of information to stop this. So he's trying to stop the book from being published? or To he's- suppress it, yes. In addition to threatening Pharaoh and his publisher, Hachette, with a potential libel suit for an unreleased book, book that they have yet to read, Howard's legal team has taken the unusual step of also warning booksellers that plan to stock the book. Wow. The law firm um, on three different continents, He's Howard is a celebrity tabloid muckraker from Australia whose alleged efforts to gather opposition research. These were the things he's being accused okay. of. He, when he worked at the Inquirer, was to gather bad stuff on Rose McGowan. Because he's not the Inquirer anymore. He's not there. No, he's he, not that was there. a job he had, and right. this was some of the dirt he did. Right. Um, indicted because he got that on the request of Harry Weinstein. Um, Dig he, up everything you can on Rose so we can muddy her and she won't come yeah. forward with these claims yes. about me. Okay. He was also hired to um, purchase and suppress damaging stories on Donald Trump. They're going to be um, chronicled in the book. Yes. And, um, and who knows what else? Right. He doesn't know what else. But the big thing for him is that um, he knows he doesn't have a chance in the U.S. where our libel laws are more pro-freedom of speech. Right, right. But he does have a chance in Britain and in Ireland where the libel... He must be really worried about the yeah. dirt. Boy, Ronan Farrow... Who would have ever thought he would be Bob Woodward and Carl Ru- yeah. Bernstein yeah, rolled it, into right. one? Yeah. Right. He's just like been an incredible reporter. And uh, I mean, he's very, very smart. And I guess the book he wrote before this one, which was explaining, Donnie, maybe look it up with that. Mm. It was something about diplomacy. It was a, it was a heavy, more political tone. Sure. I mean, I know he worked. But he is brilliant. He was a Rhodes Scholar. I, I mean, he was like done with college by the t- very young age. And he's just, yeah, I'm kind of in awe at his baby blues and his It brains. was War on Peace. Yes, yes. yes. The war end of diplomatic uh, diplomacy and the decline of um, the American influence. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Hachette has said they, what are they, they saying said about that. This book? Um, I'm going to read this book. 
they really have no comment on the specific illegal threats from this guy, but they said... Um, well, you know they vetted it, Hachette. I mean, yeah. they've had Meticulously vetted. Is that what they and said? And fact-checked. Okay. And all the individuals and organization Farrell, Farrell reports on have been given fair opportunities to comment. We are proud of publishing this book. All right. Yeah, so it's going to be... I, I can't wait to get Lauer it. has a lawyer on standby for any of maybe, the stories. Maybe. Although he would be best to, unlike Ashton Kutcher with just Demi Moore's away. book, just don't... Don't, don't say it. Same yep. with Charlie Rose. Yep. Um, it is embargoed, because I asked, and they said, this is embargoed. Nobody gets it. Nobody gets a copy of the, the 15th, book. Yeah. Right, right. Well, he's going to be on GMA next Friday. And, of course, mm-hmm. you know, the Today Show, NBC lost such... A gold mine of ever of a reporter with Ronan Farrow because apparently one of his stories in Catch and Kill is how the Today Show turned down Harvey Weinstein was catching and killing mm-hmm. their exclusive that they had on Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. and who knows what other stories. Remember the story going back to 2016 that that NBC News knew about the Access Hollywood tape, tape between yes. Billy Bush and Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. And that they sat on it and that the someone from Axis Hollywood leaked that to the press. So NBC, a news organization, why would they, why would they sit on that? So this could be another story that's in right. the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Matt Lauer has lawyered up. Oh, he well, has course, retained yeah. the services, services of Libby Locke from the law firm Claire Locke, which boasts about killing stories on its website. As well, the book nears, yeah, he's not going to do anything. He's in. I yeah. mean, he's gone. He's just in it. Although, wouldn't you think that he would have, according to Hachette, on a book like this, all the stories that are about these people have been given to these yes. people to read so that they can say, no, that's not true. Or I've, you know, that, and that I think I've this- got a, I, I've got a plane receipt or something for, I was out of the, you know, I mean, they don't want to get anything wrong because they could be sued. And I think that's why this Dylan dude is worried because what maybe he must have a lot time. of dirt. There must yep. be a lot of dirt because the national Enquirer, other, some of the other actresses that came forward and me too, some of them talked about how they had... David Packer was at the head of American Media. And, and, and it could Enquirer. have been this Dylan Howard, because who knows how long this mm-hmm. went on at National Enquirer, that they would be threatened and intimidated into doing stuff. Like, we're going to get a story out there that you're drunk or whatever, that there was all kinds of intimidation mm-hmm. that was... Like, National Enquirer was like this other arm. Right. Wow. Anyway. Well, we've got that. And now here's another thing. Disney bans rival Netflix from running ads on ABC and any of its networks in the family as they pre- prepare to enter the streaming war. This is kind of interesting. And I think, why do we let everybody buy everything? You know? Yeah. So here's soon four companies well, will run the it, world. It's no different. I mean, you, NBC can't advertise a show on ABC. It's well, the same principle. True. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're not going to give you advertising because it's to take take away our streamers. So yeah, I'm not surprised but at all. Netflix. They, they they were. Canceling. I've never seen a Netflix ad anyway. On, I have on, lately. I've seen them oh, on. I've seen them on um, network TV. Yeah, I Ooh. saw them on a, the football game. I saw an Apple TV ad mm. during the Vikings game for the morning show. Yeah, I guess for, I'm not going to worry about these people and and all their big big amounts of money. That was just I'm all I'm giving you is the news. Yeah, I'm here I, to deliver the well, news in a factual way, Lauren. Yeah, without any. But opinion you made it sound like attached. this was a big scandal. 
Well, I just think, I kind of think it is. You do. All right. Well, we'll wait and see if it turns into It's not going to be anything. (laughs) Okay. I got all my undies in a bundle for nothing. It's time for the dirt alert. No, but how excited Demi Moore is. Her book reached New York Times nonfiction number one. I'm going to be so excited when you read our one copy and tell me if she talks about plastic surgery. She doesn't do it because that revelation would have already come out. Hmm. So, I mean, you're such a judgy Piaggi. No, about I this am one. judgy Piaggi about this one because I think it plays into her but insecurities. Oh, yeah, but God, she's Why telling us about threesomes. She's telling us about drugs. How much of a woman does she have to bear for you to be able to wow. just accept Whoa. it, Julia? Whoa. I'm accepting it, but I guess I just think if you're going to be Don't real. Don't judge real, a book real, that you haven't read yet, Missy. Well, you better read it for us. All right, but number one, she's number one. That's pretty, <coughs> pretty good, yeah, right? Well, absolutely. You know, all right, listen, okay. Julia, Ooh. don't worry. We got this handled. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, it's Friday. We're rowdy. We're getting things mixed up. It's typical. Yeah, you know, it's you know. a typical day. TGIF. Uh, All right, we're going to start about what's happening at the box office this weekend. The big story is the movie Joker. It's out in theaters. It's projected to make a debut of $90 million wow. at the domestic box office, breaking October records. Now, I believe the record for the highest grossing R-rated movie debut goes to the movie Venom, and that came out a year or two ago, but Joker could surpass that. Now, the movie's getting mixed reviews. You guys said Chris Hewitt was on the show yesterday and gave the film three stars. Three out of four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three out of four. I saw the movie Tuesday night, and I'm saying that that is very generous of Chris Hewitt is it? to give the movie three out of four stars. Because? Because it's not that good. Here's what I'll tell you about the movie, is that Joaquin Phoenix's performance carries the film. You're compelled to watch him contort his body, do things with his face. Mm-hmm. It's very compelling, and you can't can't take your eyes off of the screen. The movie itself is pretty sophomoric in the okay. way that it handles the the uh, the story itself. It's kind of like director Todd Phillips saw a couple of Martin Scorsese movies and was like, "All right, I'm going to slap together some things because there are movies that are referenced in this movie, like The King of Comedy. Robert De Niro was in that movie back in the '80s. Now he's playing the Jerry Lewis role. Joaquin Phoenix playing the you know it does yeah. yeah it goes on like the that. The New York Times said for a movie to have caused this much argument and this much angst, it has to be interesting and a point of view. And the New York Times. Whatever his name is, A.O. Scott says this movie doesn't have that. The only thing it has is Joaquin. All right, that is true. Then his performance is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Really great. And you guys were asking during the break, well, 
This movie won the Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival, the top award. It got a however many minutes. Four or down. five minutes standing a, ovation. Yeah, and I think that was solely for Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Because he was there. Right. Because he was there. And I felt like that maybe the jury at the Venice Film Festival just wanted to shower him with accolades for yeah, his he's performance. Been in anything for a while. Yeah, and I think right. that he will probably be up for some awards during award season. But here's what I'll tell you about Joker. If you have an inclination of watching this film and you're curious about it, I say go and see the movie because it's not entertaining. And in fact, I left the movie theater a little angry. Oh, and like, the more I thought about it, the angrier I got about oh, it. That's how I felt about Hustlers. That's I wanted my good. money back. That's not a good emotion. Did you want your money back? I didn't want my money oh, back, uh-huh. Julie. I didn't hate it that much because I find it to be a cultural curiosity. Okay. This is indicative maybe of the way that we are in 2019. It left me thinking about it. So I was like, okay, well, I didn't hate it because I'm thinking about it and I'm trying to feel out how I'm taking in this film and what it had to say, which quite frankly, wasn't really a lot. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't want to see it, I say, follow your heart. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't want to see it. No. I don't want to see a story about a guy with mental health things and angry. And I mean, I don't yeah. know. You know, and I will say it's that just, the violence in this movie, it doesn't happen until about the last third of the I film. I don't want to see it. You don't want to. I mean, it's shocking. And it, I was thinking about it. Did you turn away? No, I didn't turn no. away. Okay. Uh, but I was thinking about it long after the film was over. If you have teenagers or young kids who are like, oh, this is a Batman movie, really think twice about how they can handle mature content when okay. you, with this movie. All right. You know, good. You just, thank you. All right. Sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, want to clear the air here about this Prince Harry lawsuit. So there's another lawsuit that's being issued today. The Guardian confirming with Buckingham Palace that there are new proceedings that have been filed against the Daily Mirror and the owners of The Sun. This is regarding illegal interception of voicemail messages. Now, this isn't anything new, but the claim, people are thinking, could refer back to historical claims that Harry and Prince William were at the center of a series of hacking allegations after it emerged in the early 2000s with the big British phone hacking scandal. Everyone was hacked. The news of the world eventually folded that tabloid. Uh, So we shall see what comes of this. This is the second uh, lawsuit in so many days that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have issued against the British press. It's all the Sussex Love Shield. That's what Lori's calling mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Love Shield, Josh Dumel has a lady that he's kissing and embracing at the Toronto airport, and her name is Audra Marie, and she's from Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, yes. I love that. Now, that's a new twist to it, because yeah. all we ever hear is she's former Miss World. World right, exactly. America. He has had a lot of modelizers in Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, she is, indeed is former Miss World America, Audra Marie. Doing a little research on her, she was born in Fargo, North Dakota, and she went to North Dakota State University. NDSU. NDSU and Josh Dumel, famously from North Dakota. I mean, geez, he had an endorsement deal on getting people to go and visit the state at one He's, point in time. He still, he still does. does the tourism board. Yes, he is. And uh, How old is this gal? She's 25. He's 46. Oh, Classic. He wants kids. 
Classic, yeah. We mm-hmm. always said that he wanted more kids. Yeah. He has one child with Fergie. By the way, they're still legally married. Mm-hmm. Uh, they split up all the way back in September of 2017 after eight years together. They have a six-year-old son, Axel Jacks, and uh, they only filed for divorce back in May, and Fergie was the one to do that. So they're still legally tied to each other. That's a good way, though, of not uh, have to get too, you know, settled down with anybody. Well, exactly. I'm still married. married. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and finally, want to mention this. This is making headlines on dailymail.com today and all over the place billy baldwin's 17 year old vance uh, son vance excuse me has been quietly battling cancer and billy baldwin revealed this on instagram today he said kids a tough sob sharp as a tack funny as heck tough as nails heart of gold and this is the son that billy baldwin has with wilson phillips singer china phillips they are still married to each other remember that's right and they've been married since 1995 they were at the wedding yes they were at the wedding being of Justin Bieber and Haley mm-hmm. Baldwin, uh, Billy Baldwin thanking Vance's friends, teachers, coaches, and everyone else who has supported him over the past year. So it seems that he has been cancer clear for months now. So wishing him all the best. Great. All right. And uh, let's go back to the world of movies here. Martin Scorsese causing a little bit of a kerfuffle, saying that Marvel films are not cinema. And he compares them to theme parks. And he says, well, you know, the actors are doing the best that they can under the circumstances. And those circumstances are being like they're acting in a theme park. I feel like this is like taken like like I bet there's some big long Marty right. mm-hmm. Marty answer that went <laughs> in with what do you think about all these act? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the, he had a panel of something. He was uh, talking to Empire Magazine. Of course, he's doing press for The Irishman, oh. which is coming out on Netflix in November. And they asked him what he thought about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he said, "I tried, you know, but that's not cinema." He said. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well-made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, okay. is theme parks. But that's I true. Don't have a, it is true. You know, and I feel that way about I, it. Yeah, yeah it's like... Yeah. Are people getting all, are, are people telling them to suck it? Are they mad? Are all the Marvel and DC fans going crazy? Well, Marty! some yes. of the people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are getting a little defensive uh, about their work. Yeah, I'll need to calm down. Listen, <laughs> they've got Taylor. the big paycheck. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Everybody's fine. Yeah. Okay, listen, uh, tell us what's happening on the roads, and then we're going to get to our weekend picks and baseball pickup lines. Oh. We're going to find a place we know that love is how all these ideas came to be. So baby, run away with me. 17, and we got a dream to have a family, a house, and everything in between. And then a is Khalid on every other song that we play? I don't know. Khalid does. He is like on a lot of songs. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Those are that's our song rotation. Yeah. We had Lizzo though, Donnie. Yeah. All right, so it's time for weekend picks. I'm gonna go first. All right, do it. Um. If you are interested in fashion, 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 high tea and trends, a road to Fashionopolis at Ridgedale Center tomorrow Ooh. from 1130 to 2.30. It's completely free. It's going to be, um, you're going to see all the trends and the Scotch Artist is there. There's sweepstakes to win a chance for London. It is going oh. to be... Um, Tomorrow, and it's co-hosted by Jody Mayers and Style Partners, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Jane Haugen Olson, and Grant Whitaker. So oh. that would be a fun one. And what time does that start? That's at 11.30 to 2.30 in uh, at Ridgedale Center. Okay, thank you. Totally fun. Um, MIA has a Smithsonian exhibit that's just landed there. And it's offering a course correction to how the war in Southeast Asia 
is traditionally portrayed in American history books. It's Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And so it's supposed to be amazing. Okay. So that's at MIA. Um, other things, every, we are You're in, really bringing it, Julia, today. We are into harvesting. Oh, we are into yes. apple orchards. We are into squirrel, scarecrows. Yes. Are we going to pumpkins? Yes. All of it's starting this weekend. So, Amacrombie Scarecrow Festival, um, the Dead End Hayride, Haunted Basement at Rosedale, Fright Farm, the Abandoned Hayride. It's all happening. Fun. So, go out and check it out, because that's fun stuff to do. Yeah. All right. All right, Danny, what you got? All right, I I do want to just mention again quickly a a movie that I mentioned at the beginning of the week. I think our audience would enjoy it. That's Wild Rose with Jessie Buckley. She plays Rose Lynn. This is in Scotland, and she plays Rose Lynn. She's just got out of prison on a drug charge. She's a a mother of two young uh, children, and her dream is to make it to Nashville and be a country singer. Jessie does all her own singing in the movie, and she is a powerhouse singer. And if either of you or myself goes to see the movie Judy, you will see her. She's in the movie. She plays Rosalind Wilder, who is Judy's British assistant and was the one that made sure she got on stage during that ill-fated tour. Well, so her and the other woman that And the other woman, about. right. Yes, exactly. Stevens. And, and uh, the other movie is, it's a documentary. It's really cool. It's called Maiden. And it's about this uh, 26-year-old woman who wanted to... Uh, be in this major yacht race that goes around the world and she was basically poo-pooed they said a woman is not going to be able to do this well uh she said no i'm going to prove you it uh, it's possible she got a yacht her season crew was all women and they raced the challengers and they beat a lot of the male competitors in this grueling race 32,000 miles around the world. Wow. And she eventually was awarded the uh, Yachtsman of the Year award and then got a got an MB uh, MBE from the British Empire. Really cool story and it's called Maiden which was also the name of her yacht, her racing yacht. You're so fancy, Donnie, hey, how you watch yes. all the smart erudite things okay so for music we got some music happening if you want to get your dance on our factor is playing at bunkers mm-hmm. happy birthday marsh um dan israel and katie vernon are doing a record release at the hook and ladder tonight. which is supposed to be i've been reading so many re- reviews we love dan i love He's you got dan a, got i know what i love voice. it um so that's a, would be another fun thing to actually all weekend tonight tomorrow night and sunday on john bream's recommendation the cabaret queen marilyn may is at oh, crooners wow. she's 91 oh, years she old she's playing tonight huh. tomorrow and sunday and I guess How about that? yeah, yeah. So she's playing the chain smokers are at the Excel tomorrow night. So downtown St. Paul is gonna be popping. And then on Sunday I like them. I got two picks for you. Aaron Neville is at the Dakota for two shows. Is that not sold out? Uh he's playing Sunday and Monday. Oh okay. you know, wow. so two two shows each night and From then the Neville brothers. Yes. And then uh, Women on the Moon featuring Lori Doken, Patty Peterson, Ginger Commodore are at the Ordway, you know, in that side yes. theater. So they're just doing a bunch of, I mean, you've got a bunch of great women singing songs. Oh. And I think that starts at five. So that's at the Ordway. Fantastic. Fantastic. And now, Donnie, we need a little music. Please turn down the lights oh, wait, a little on. bit, Julia, because I've had a procedure this week. So is Julia. And I'm looking a little... Little Road Killy uh, for my what? pickup. Well, you know, puffy. And, oh, all right, okay. Yeah, there, the dim oh, lights. Oh, okay, okay, so I've got okay. baseball pickup lines. Just because, wait, because I can barely see you, Lauren. All right, okay. Just wait. I know. 
So are you ready for me, Julia? Not yet. All right, I'm falling in love with you. That's that's kind of cute. What are these? Uh, These are baseball pickup lines because people are going to be at bars. The game is starting in 27 minutes and people need lines. I'm falling in glove with you. In glove with you. I hope you're good at catching me because I'm starting to fall for you. That's good, right? That's very good. Uh, You're quite the catch, baby, or... You know, something yeah, like that. How do I catch, catch you? Ones. Yeah, are you in the outfield or do you play in the outfield because you look like an angel? Um, my oh, dugout yeah. or yours? I like that one. Okay. My dugout or yours? If you date me, you'll eventually see a diamond. Oh, yeah. clever. All the other guys are like broken bat. Me, I'm nothing but solid wood. You know what I mean. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that didn't make you laugh harder. You want to join me in the Bomba Zone? What's that? Very good. You know, a grand slam and fifth base. <laughs> huh? <Okay>. Can <laughs> I show you my spitball? What? <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Seriously. She's laughing so hard. I Can know, I show I you my spitball? I don't understand that one. You I don't, don't have a dirty enough mind. Um, okay, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Girl, is your name baseball? Because I just want to hit it. Okay, I like that one. Hello, I'm a professional baseball player. See if that gets you anywhere. Um, now, you might have to, you know, look at Yeah. My split finger will have your oh. knees buckly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Does that make you moan? Yeah. Does that teeter on the edge? Yeah. Very much. Uh, let's see. My ge- this game's getting boring. Want to go back to my place for... And run the bases? Yeah, <laughs> just watching you panic. I'm like, what else can we say here? I have tears in my eyes. I can't I read my demo. I want to be your bat boy. Yeah. How yes, about that one? Yeah. If you were a baseball and I was a bat, would you let me hit that? Yes. Yeah. All right. Less. Uh, how about this? Less, which means yes. Yes. If you were a baseball man, would you catch my fly balls? <laughs> They're too dirty. Okay. Well, no, oh, because they, kinda, they don't fly that high. Yeah, I know. Would you catch my grounded balls? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Might be What's more. long and hard and intimidates everybody? A Louisville slugger. Want me to show you? Show you mine? Ooh. It's adorable. That might get you slapped. It's adorable. Adorable. Now, no, what no. man would adorable. ever use that line? Want me to show no. you mine? No. It's adorable. No. Maybe you're showing something else. I don't know. It's just so fabulous. You can call me the A's because I'm destroying that kitty right now. I don't even get that. I one. don't either. I don't either. I mean, okay. the A's are a team, but I, I know. Don't know All right. Wow. You know, I've never needed a third base to wave me home. No one's going to use any of these lines, are they? Uh, how about this one? You're quite the catch, baby. Well, that's a good one. That's you kind of started out with that. Did one. I do that one? Well, look at that. I'm coming full circle. Yeah. <laughs> You've run the bases. We're going. We're looping back around to first. What about a walk? Is there anything about a walk? Yeah. Uh, it looks lay, like another. I, I'd lay down a sacrifice for you. Yeah, I struck out meeting you. I'll kiss you between the strikes if you kiss me between the... Whoa, Johnny! <laughs> Why, Murray? <laughs> Lori liked that one. Lori liked that one. I like that one. That was good. That was real good. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, maybe okay. I need to work on my baseball pickup lines. No, those were fun. Uh, maybe I'm going to post them. Go, twi- go I, twins. I, yeah, I mean, you know, we just we got to use the baseball pickup lines, you know, while we can. 
I mean, I'm very impressed with the twins now that I've started reading the sports pages this week. Oh my gosh, Lori is such a fair weather fan. I'm really, a, about time. Oh no, I only read it <laughs> if there's like action Jackson happening, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, forget it. Okay. You know, it's nobody, it's too time consuming to be a full time fan. I would agree, Lori. The games get long too. Yeah, three hours. No, but I mean, really, the true diehard fans, they have got to be so excited and nervous right now. I mean, it's easy to be chillaxed about it. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susan. Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Everything when you're a part-time yeah. fan like I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, but boy, I'll sleep in a parking lot and I'll pay big money for the tickets if we get anywhere. Oh, Whatever so has to be I. done. Okay. I love you I'm for that. There. I love you for being committed to the big win. Yes. <laughs> to the ending. Yes, Julia. Yes. I am I am there and I, I am impressed with how many home runs they've hit and like how excited Most sports ever. people are. Sports about this people. Scene. <laughs> no, but even sports people from other places. Yeah, the the thing is they're they kind of have a Cinderella they're thing. Un- they're very underrated. Of the, of the teams in the playoffs, well, and Donnie, they're talked about the least. Okay. But no respect. Not, yeah, but not right now. There's been a lot uh, of people who are no kind of... No, is that not well, true? We'll see. I don't know. I'm reading Newsweek and ESPN and Time. Oh, wow. I'm going to other sources besides the Twin Cities. I'm, I'm For my fair-weather baseball fanning out, okay. Julia. Even the Washington Post is excited for the twins. Are they? Yeah. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Uh, I, I've got a little week week wrap-up. Okay, you got a weekend wrap-up? Wrap I've got good. a week. A week wrap-up? Yeah, show wrap-up for us. It's the condom of the week, if it you is will. The- We're going to roll it on <laughs> real slow. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Extra strength. I'm the sickest wow. woman in the world. Raptor strength. We ready, Triple X. Our favorite headline today is Julia isn't singing, and Donnie and I are singing. These boots are made for oh walking. Oh my gosh! That's You're not going to hear my bad voice, Julie. For some reason, you don't like to sing my number one karaoke Can't song. Stand this it. is my go-to really? song. It is, but it's such, it's it's easy such song a fun to sing too. It, and Julia, let's face it, it is the best uh, bitch and kiss off song ever. 
What is yeah. the song? Tell everybody they're waiting with baby boots are made oh, for walking. That That's the best bitching. It goes nowhere. It, yeah. Yeah. it goes that, nowhere. It was written by Lee Hazelwood. Nancy Sinatra talked him into. She said it'll sound mean if you sing it. A girl should sing it. She made a promotional film, which is now known as a video. That's iconic, <laughs> iconic. We're going to do the you. dancing of that. Yeah, I'm okay. telling you. All right. And it, there's been metal pump. Punk, pop, country. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald, backed by Duke Ellington and his orchestra, did this song. Wow. So there. So there. Wow, Donnie. (laughs) Wait, we always know what side you're on. Yeah. The winning side. Billy, of course. I know. That is a (laughs) truest statement, depending on who's talking. Megadeth recorded it. Jessica Simpson, Billy Cyrus. All right, put the condom on the week, would you? Okay, so I um, just, you know, I take these notes. Yes, we know. Mm -hmm. So here's just a little week in review for us, okay? Okay. What you've learned hanging out with Lori and I and Donnie this week, I hope okay? there's a t-shirt or, or, or a bumper sticker in the making. What you've learned this week? Mm-hmm. Okay, it all started out with a M S S R. Do you feel tingling sensations in your brain, otherwise known as the brain orgasm? It's so relaxing. You're not allowed to talk. Oh, sorry. I do like that. Keep going. It's so relaxing. Different sensations are going to happen to you. It's also called the blah, 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 AMSR. Mm-hmm. And then we went and had a wedding. Justin and Haley got married. It was so excited. Kylie showed up in a gold lame dress. David Bowie showed his stuff, his penis to David De- Bowie. Deb- to Deborah Harry. We learned that in her oh, new in her book, book that yes, was released. Yes. I saw Hustler hated it. Chris Hewitt liked it. Lori wants to see it. She'll never see it. She's lying. <laughs> Adele has a new guy, maybe Septa. Youngest sibling thinks they're the funniest, always. Angelina is so fabulous. Her, her advice to your younger self, hang on. She's BFF friends with Michelle Pfeiffer. That PR scheme, Julia, they're just so smart. Oh, I'm just so happy for her. She was just in Japan. Oh my gosh, she isn't wearing black or navy or gray. She's wearing cream. Look at she's getting it into the hotel room. Even though she bought her oldest daughter Z, you know they've got another room attached where she's getting it all the time. That can't be overshadowed by... I'm just being practical, cave woman, Julia. <laughs> A practical cave woman. Now, am, that could be, where's that t-shirt? I am just a PCW here laying it out as it needs to be laid out. Don't mess with me. I'm just telling <laughs> Justin and Hallie the practical advice. They're not going to make it. <laughs> Our memories are being outsourced via the art form. We learned about the Matthew effect. Effect wealth buying wealth. We learned about the Peter effect promoted beyond your grade. Jody, 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 it was something. It was something. We're not done yet. Oh, we're well, we're running out of time. Oh, oh, Mean Girls, the musical. That's only really Justin three. Bieber got married again. The real ID is a pain in the butt. Yeah, plan right. for it. You, you only have a year. You, you only have something year. When for it, me. it, when it, when it. It's still going. And you can order sweet and But confess, young I'm around to see you. have been a mess where you shouldn't have been a mess And now someone else is getting all your best. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you.
doing the pony right now. Oh, pony. Pony. Oh, yeah. You keep lying when you ought to be truthing. And you keep losing when you ought to not bet. You sing so well, they do it. You keep saving when you ought to be a changing. Now, what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. This is so much fun to karaoke, too. I can tell how much fun you're having. Are you ready, Boots? Go, Twins! Walking. walking. Go, Twins is right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good show. Start tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Job done. Off you go.